Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. Uh, I am Reese, and with me is the insufferable Jesse. Oh, I love it when you speak nice to me. Yeah. Hello. Hi, everybody. Can you sing the intro? I'm trying. I was trying to get you to do something different with the intro. Hello, and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese, and with me is Jesse. Huh. I can't believe you did it. That's all right. What else can I get you to do? Can you tap dance while? No. Uh, no? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not just hitting the desk. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the show for people who hate fucking politics, but kind of want to learn about it, I guess. Or care about stuff. Care about, is that, yeah, that's our new slogan. Is that it? I think it's a good one. It's okay. I didn't have to try to test it in like a focus group or anything. No, I don't, yeah, exactly. It's fine. Yeah, if you if you hate it, let us know. If you like it, then just remain silent, and we'll keep using it. It's fine. Tell me uh, what's new in your life. What's going on, Reese? Uh, oh, chiropractor was great. 
Oh yeah, right. You were I've been there a few times. Like a while in, ago. Intensive back punching course that I'm on is great. So, <laughs> um, and what happened was they they did it, and the first time they my back like I'm I'm I click all my joints click a lot. Listen, that was, oh. my, that was my fingers. Hold on, I um, can... And and I got to the point now where I'm going there. It was just two men clicking their knuckles into a microphone. This is great podcast. <laughs> so I can do it. Listen. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> so uh, I went there and like I've been there a few times now. And I go there and literally she just like presses my spine in different places and it like goes <laughs> and I walk out going, This is great. Do you actually feel different at all? Oh, it's just like relief. You feel relief. The bigger the click, the the more relief there is. It's great. So, like, do you walk in with pain and leave without pain? Or no, like... I've just been going there, and my my back feels looser, and I've been having less back pain, and um, it's good. I don't know how they do it, but it, it worked. Wow, I, so, I I went for like a year and a half, didn't do shit for me. So, I just I like I said, it was, it was free, so I just did it for something to do. Yeah. It was like five. <laughs> it was like five minutes from my house as well, and I forgot. I had the appointment, and then my phone gave me an alert, and I was like, "Shit!" And I, luckily, I was just ran there in your pajamas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Coffee in hand. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm fine. Just, just do it. It's fine. <laughs> Punch me in the back. How about you, Jesse? What's in what's going on in your life? Are you, are you still uh, hiding from COVID? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I am hiding from COVID. Uh, everyone I know and everyone they know, slowly, one at a time is getting COVID. And they're all saying, like, this is the worst sick they've ever been in their life. And then the they're, and at the same time, they're all like, just come back to the city. It's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. Everything's <laughs> there's no There's no pandemic. <laughs> Can we see a movie or something? <laughs> like, it's kind of like the world has snapped. They've snapped. They're like, okay, we did the two years. You said it would take two years. We did the two years. We're done, right? We're done. And the you know the epidemiologists are like, no, we're sorry, guys. We're not done. No, we're done. We're done. No, no, we're we're not done. It's still no, we're done. So yeah, I'm still hiding. Cool. Most <laughs> conclusively, uh, <laughs> kind of very conclusive reasoning behind uh, why I get it. I get it. I, I mean, I'm. I'm Luckily, I'm um, impervious to COVID for some reason. So I, know. I don't, I I don't worry. I hate it. Oh, God. I know. It's weird. I, I, I should probably like go into a lab. You literally took care of, of, of sick family members for like two weeks and testing yourself regularly, and it just came up negative constantly. You are one of those people that they are inviting into the new private testing for people who seem to be impervious and immune to COVID, you should you should join up, man. But I'm worried they'll just keep me in a lab forever and just cut bits off me and feed them to people to stop them from getting <laughs> COVID too. I don't think that's how it works. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> All right, yeah, that is that's good documentary watching. I'm right gonna shave there. my head. I'll get a nosebleed. I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, do you want to learn about this episode? Do you want to do some things? I don't know. Is this a good one? This this kinda, episode, kinda, is I'm cool. kind of like one of one of these days. We should have a, an, an entire episode that's just us catching up for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> ending the episode. Normal conversation. Like, because you asked me, like most times, like, do you want to do you want to do the episode now, or do you want to learn about something? And if I just said, no, no let's just let's no, just shoot the shit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah let's just go. And then we just yeah. and then just watch anything good right now on it, whatever. <laughs> What do you got for me? Okay. Um, I haven't got a title for this episode yet, but I'm thinking we could probably come up with one while we go through it. All right. So, 
Oh, um, I don't, usually you have an episode usually really good with the titles i know but but i'm i'm i'm, I'm drawing a blank on this one but um mm-hmm. so um i don't know if you remember uh the trudeau in about uh, was it may 2020 he he banned 15 1500 types of assault style firearms immediately um and there was like a after the after the mass shooting in nova scotia there was a huge restriction on guns but i was like oh Guns. Are, I'm. I'm. I'm British. It's actually ringing. It's actually ringing a bell. Um, yeah. Oh wow. <clears throat> I know. Anyway. I, don't, I don't normally listen. Yeah, yeah. Watch the news. I, I don't. <laughs> so um and and what I found was that um like as someone from the UK, there are lots of guns in Canada. There's not that much gun crime in comparison to the amount of guns. Uh, but I was like, oh, I wonder when they first started to bring gun uh, guns in gun you know gun restrictions in what's the history of of the gun laws in canada that makes it so different from america um and i now did, didn't know and then i found an amazing article by someone called nate uh hendley who's a journalist on in ontario um and it's nate, interesting nate hendley 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 yeah nate hendley i think you're supposed to say that with a thick british accent nate hendley is that your British accent? You're Welsh. Welsh. You should be able to do a British accent. I got. I can do a Welsh accent. Great. I, yeah, I know. We we know. You, you I can do an even thicker Welsh accent. If you want. Do Nate it, and, yeah. Nate Endley. That's a thick Welsh accent. Yeah. Say, uh, there's sauerkraut in my pajamas in Welsh. Oh, boys, there's sauerkraut in my pajamas. <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> good <laughs> i wasn't in welsh i was i can't speak welsh so. okay right yeah that's <laughs> yeah um so in the early 1900s there were there weren't many restrictions on guns apart what from is it what is the language of, of welsh of wales welsh it's the welsh well, is the language i thought well, a welsh people would call it camraig welsh translator Wait a second. you're not gonna be able to say it jesse hold on there is sour I'm going to get my friend Owen to come and do a, uh, a Welsh lesson for you. Hold on. Did I mean there was sauerkraut in my pajamas? I did. Okay, so hold on. I'm just going to copy this and I'm going to put it in the chat. You want me to say? I bear in mind, I don't My sauerkraut and the pajamas. That was great. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> that was totally worth it. <laughs> 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 what an anticlimax! So, um, so <laughs> in in the early nineteen hundreds, uh, there were two things going on that um, terrified Canadians. Uh, one was that cheap, mass-produced guns. This were, is in the ni- when? When was this? In so? the early nineteen hundreds. Okay. So cheap, mass-produced guns like revolvers, like six shooters, and also the increasing presence of foreigners. And, and at the time, a foreigner was someone who wasn't of British descent. So um, it was like, uh, if, if, if you were British, you considered yourself uh, Canadian. And if, you, if anybody was Irish... Part of, the, part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah. Well, but if anyone was Irish or uh, Italian or Spanish or anything else, they weren't considered... Um, they, they, they were considered foreigners and they, they didn't... Whereas today, you would kind of say, if you're from Europe, you know, you're, if you're of European descent, you're white. They were racist to people who were just from different countries in Europe. It was like a whole lot of, like, you that's know... Gotta they, be, that's got to be interesting, though, because, like, unlike today, where you can be racist towards people just by the color of their skin or, you know, how they look, you have to get to know that person 
Yeah, yeah. In order to know whether or not you should be racist towards them as exactly. a racist, like that, you can't, that's, I've never that's a racist who has to do work. It's hard that's to impressive. look at some. It's hard to look at someone and go, "Yeah, they're Irish." Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's hard to. It's, it's like you know, or they're French or whatever it is. It's hard to just look at somebody. So it was a. Um, but this was alarming to Canadians of British descent because, which were, which at the time were the overwhelming population because um and it, what, what it meant was newspapers at the time people loved this story so newspapers kind of uh, kept kept running through that they were foreigners and cheap guns and that there was crime um so this was from the globe in uh february the 26th on February the 26th, 1908, um, this is the quote, the assassinations of the past few days have surely made it clear that some special treatment must be meted out to those foreigners who abuse the privilege of living in Canada by perpetuating most reckless and uncalled for homicides. Over and over again, people of this class have used the knife or the pistol with fatal results in one or, an, or other of our large cities. So, so they were just they, they were blaming. That's not really. This is a fascinating article you're talking about, but someone pissed off that there are people murdering other people, but also just blaming foreign people all the time, just saying, "Hey, oh, they, yeah, they, they yeah, shouldn't be allowed guns." Um, and and so by the early um, in in like from the early 1800s onwards, they were selling like guns for like 150 dollars each, and there were no restrictions. You could just go, "Hey, can I buy a gun? Yeah, just buy buy one, get one free, and have two. <laughs> Uh, how old are you? Five. <laughs> Carry on. Do you need ammo? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so, um, so people were the reason that people wanted to bring gun control measures in was because they didn't want non-British people to have guns, uh, because they just didn't want non people of non-British descent to have guns anymore. Oh wow! So they were they were basically they wanted British people were allowed to have guns. Just if you're Italian or from anywhere else or Indigenous, you would just shouldn't have a gun. So that was the gun control then. That's kind of what they brought in. <laughs> so that um, was our originating gun control. No yeah. Irish allowed owning firearms. Yeah. So um, because the people were racist, they considered anyone from Southern or Eastern Europe to be violent and un-British. What if and you because, had like dual citizenship? In, I don't think like, they cared. <laughs> but this was okay. this was a time of like record immigration. Uh, we covered it in our Ukrainian episode. But people like from all over the world were coming to all over, mainly Europe, I guess, and Asia were, were coming over. Um, so like there was a moral outrage about foreigners, um, and also they were t- they were targeting Asian and, and black people as well. Of, of course, um, of course, like, I imagine that they they hated everyone, right? Um, as you do yeah. when you're a racist. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I always wondered, like, dude, are there any racists out there who, like, will are self-proclaimed racists. You know, like, I feel like none of them are, like, if you're like, hey, you're racist. No, I'm not. I'm not racist. Like, I don't, I feel like no one would actually, like, own up to it. Do you know what I mean? Even I, the I, hardcore I think, fucking I think, racists. I think, there are people, like, I think there are people who say, yes, I am, and they don't care. I think there's those kind of really, like, out there people who um, just, just really just embrace it and are quite open to do it. I think a lot of people don't like to accept the fact that they they're not and they 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 say no i'm not racist and then they inherently act in racist ways but can't live with you know they they don't address the fact they'll never sense start be able to identify their own behavior okay fair enough yeah so anyway i'm (laughs) moving on these people were just racist they didn't care and everybody else was at the same time so um so the newspapers were obsessed with italian immigrants who they portrayed as handgun maniacs um (laughs) I mean, so, like, okay, hold on. There was, like, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool, honestly. Like, if you're gonna be picked on as a as a people, like being called handgun maniacs, that's kind of a neat nickname. Okay, honestly, yeah. if you if you have to be picked on, <laughs> like that one's uh, that one wins the race. I like that. That's yes. that's cool. Handgun maniacs. All right. And some of the headlines at the time were pistol and stiletto. Another gun, Italian runs runs amok in Quebec village. An Italian used pistol. Exciting shooter affair in Guelph by <laughs> handgun maniacs. Exactly. Um, oh, oh, we've got our title. Handgun maniacs. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. <laughs> So there were, there were efforts, efforts then made to abolish the carrying of offensive weapons by Italians in Montreal, um, and a similar initiative in Toronto uh, was, was be, they basically wanted this. This one said to stop Italians from carrying hidden dirks and pistols. Hidden? What's a dirk? A dirk. I looked this up because I knew you would ask this. <laughs> Thanks, Reese. <laughs> a Thanks, dirk. Bro. A dirk is a long. No, no, boy. no! Fuck you! I know what it is. Fuck you! I Do can you? Google. No, I yeah. don't know what a dirk. Is. Tell me what a dirk is. A, a dirk. A long That's bladed. A, a, a long bladed thrusting dagger. Okay. Uh, historically, gained its name from the Highland dirk, where it was a personal weapon of officers engaged in naval hand-to-hand combat during the Age of Sail, as well as the personal sidearm of Highlanders. So hold on, you said that you had to look it up because you knew that I wouldn't know what it was. Oh, I didn't know what it was. Well, right, I, yeah, knew, so- I, knew, I, I knew it was a knife, but I wanted to give you more detail. <laughs> so it was a long, thin-bladed knife. It's just a stabbing, like a, a stabbing a dagger. knife, a stabby it's, dagger. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a sharp screwdriver. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, um, but respectable gun owners were largely immune from criticism, um, and the, the the newspapers that were saying talking about gun crime in the Italian community were also doing huge adverts for guns, rifles, and ammunition uh, for for people who were respectable in in the in the terms of, of that they would have used. So um, they brought in the Offensive Weapons Act in Ontario, and the the act required retailers to keep the precise. Offense, wait, what is it called? Sorry. 
What's that? The Offensive Weapons Act, 1911. Oh, the weapons are offensive, not the act. Yeah. Okay. No, no, so the act is, I think it, I mean, it is quite offensive. Because, I suppose, so, yeah. <laughs> so, they, were, they were really quite self-aware back then, weren't they? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This Weapons Act is really quite offensive. <laughs> this Weapons Act, meaning that everyone apart from like British white people are allowed. It's very offensive. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> quite the act. Yeah. Um, so the... So gun retailers were forced to keep precise records and sell pistols only to customers who had a permit from a local police chief or a provincial superintendent of police, and violators would be fined $200 or jailed for six months. Um, and the act contained a clause which under any foreigner caught with an unlicensed pistol could be deported. They love that shit, don't they? Oh, Support yeah. them for a crime. Um so the mostly white Anglo-Saxon police force was openly biased and they decided who was allowed to permit. Um, and Superintendent Joseph Rogers readily acknowledged, and this was the this was a, a quote from a journalist who spoke to him, Superintendent Rogers states that neither the Toronto police nor his office has ever issued a permit to a foreigner to purchase a gun. Uh, that was in 1919. Wow. Uh, and it then almost Matt- sounds like he said that proudly. He did, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, I'd never give them a gun. Um, so Manitoba, Saskatchewan, British Columbia soon passed their own versions. Um, and then it was enshrined federally as well across the whole country. So police permits were required nationally to buy a gun. And they were also, police were given permission to search people without a warrant if they suspected them carrying illegal weapons. So basically, you can see how, like, this kind of stuff still happens today where they, you know, um, people search uh people they they decide they deem most likely from a quick visual inspection uh, mm. based on racism that they oh, i need to search them because they, they might be carrying a weapon it it was isn't it kind of doesn't change wow um, yeah so uh well when did it change though when did this i mean obviously well, it's like that today um but just because it was a racist thing to, to happen doesn't mean that the opposite is necessarily a good thing that everyone should have guns. Everybody, men, know, women, yeah, yeah. children. I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm woke. <laughs> everyone should have guns. Guns for all. Guns Hate for none. <laughs> so what happened? So, um, well, guns that was for- it. That, that, it just kind of stayed in. So, um, no. It, it, it can't it, be. It can't no, no, be it did change. It, it, it was. It was around for a long time. And they they also increased the kind of weapons, so they weren't allowed uh, Bowie knives, daggers, billies. Um, oh, billy, <laughs> as well as pistols. I think billies is like a club that you hit people with. It's just like a wooden club, just a stick. Yeah, just a billy. Here comes <laughs> Billy. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> billy has a horrible reputation. <laughs> and just they, they crack you over the head with a stick. <laughs> exactly. Oh, William, here, here changed comes... my name to William because of all the negative connotations from that piece of wood. <laughs> so, um, and then also, what happened was uh, during World War One, they they tightened the restrictions even more. To and they they rather than call them foreigners, they started to re- refer to certain people in the population as enemy aliens. Oh, and they weren't Jesus. allowed to own any guns at all. And they even added the restrictions to rifles and long guns. Which at the time, if you lived in Canada, you know, hunting might have been something you needed to do. So um, it was really um yeah it was it was a bit crazy but um and and also as well like a lot of the um the they kept revising this act and it it began to evolve um 
and and eventually the laws in the 30s started to change more to um storing um guns and how how well you looked after them rather than being about where you were from and you know if they considered you foreign um and Ottawa dropped the rules eventually in in the 1950s which is crazy wow and yeah. they, they rather, rather than classifying people's abilities to have weapons based on where they were born um the the rules started to change based on how lethal guns were um and now for instance you have to have a criminal background check a mental health health questionnaire and a bunch of other stuff to get a gun so it's less it's gone it's, it's evolved over time but it's, for a long time that was i'd um, be it, very curious to see this mental health questionnaire like that's what well, I really want to know what's on that questionnaire. That's very interesting. Do you hear voices? Kind of like telling you to shoot people. Is that why you're here? Why do you want a gun? Like that's, I'm very curious. I want to find this online. I should just go apply to get a gun. Yes, and you then can fail, get one. Fail, fail. I want to purposely fail the test. <laughs> like as yeah, poorly exactly. as possible and have them explain to me why they're not giving me a gun. Fun, I, I, fun way to spend my Sunday. Yeah, I think, especially if it's like an online quiz where you can just Google the answers. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a mental health quiz. Do you want to kill someone? No. Like, what are these oh. questions? Yeah. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> Other. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I always choose C. Whatever the answer is, C. Yeah, exactly. I, I just do C all the way through. <laughs> just like a, just a, a SWAT team to turn up beside your house. <laughs> I just chose C. That's how I got through high school, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So So they changed it to be from from foreigners to how, or enemy aliens. Eventually, eventually. To how dangerous the gun itself was. I'd like to say that. I'd like to say they became less racist over the time, but they became less racist towards other white people. Okay, that's fair. That's, <laughs> right. They, they less refined or more yeah. more. <laughs> right. They, they yeah, simplified okay. the racism yeah. to a quick <laughs> to a quick visual check rather than complex cultural uh, tick boxes. They <laughs> were refined racism over the over the years. So. Oh my god. So yeah, did you enjoy learning about gun early gun laws in Canada and and that was and, interesting and stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Yeah, gun yeah. maniacs. <laughs> what was it? What are we calling the title? What's the title again? I can't remember. You'll get it. I've got no short term memory. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't. It's oh really? Oh, wow. yeah. oh I... no short term memory. No internal monologue. I have to say my thoughts to realize them. Are you like the guy in Memento? Like, I, it's like <laughs> every thirty <laughs> seconds, you wonder who's got my address tattooed on my forearm, so I know to get home. <laughs> And the names of the people I love <laughs> with a little bad photorealistic Polaroids, tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> a photorealistic tattoo. Do you know what? <laughs> Tattoos fade over time. Anyone who gets like a photorealistic tattoo of a loved one over time has to watch their face gradually smudge under their skin permanently. <laughs> oh my god, Reese, Jesus, thank you for the nightmare fuel tonight. That's lovely. <laughs> Look, I got I got a tattoo of my two-year-old daughter. By the time she gets to 18, she looks like she's been in a car crash. <laughs> And drowned in a puddle of mud. Exactly. <laughs> like, so you left her in the sun and she melted. <laughs> like a kinder egg in a microwave. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
I, I mean, I've, I've got a t- <laughs> so I'm not. I can just be like you're at a soccer match. The parents, one guy comes over there. Who's is that your kid? Looks like a Kinder Egg put in a microwave. Yeah, that's mine. Proud, proud father. This one here. <laughs> Why have you got a tattoo of Michael Jackson? That's my daughter. <laughs> you're weirdo. <laughs> Fuck off back to Neverland. Come on. <laughs> Good. What's our what's the call to action today, Reese? Um, don't be racist. Don't Do be it. racist. Is so if you find yourself one of those self-proclaimed racists, stop it. Just just for an hour. Just give everyone a rest. Oh, okay. That's that's. I mean, you know, you might like uh, it. It might become two hours or three hours. What are baby steps? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> baby steps away from racism. Tuesday, one hour. Wednesday. <laughs> Two hours, <laughs> Thursday four hours, Friday five hours, and uh, Saturday is, is cheat day. You get because <laughs> <laughs> you get you know, get to get back on the horse on Monday. So <laughs> I'm not going to touch this. <laughs> it's a twelve step program. Cheat day. <laughs> I don't, I don't want anyone to know, talk about cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we have a reel? <laughs> um, all the action. <laughs> no? Okay. Don't be racist. I do, I, no, no, no. I, just go and give us a review if you've had fun. Oh, that'd be nice. We haven't had uh, we haven't had that as a call to action in a while. Go give so, us a review. Yeah, Apple um, Podcast. It actually helps us, us grow. Yeah, if you hate us one star, that's fair. But if you do like us and you've listened to more than one episode, you are morally morally obliged to give us three or more stars. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if we more. really like your if we really like your review, we'll probably read it on the show. If it's funny and, yeah. or just really nice and strokes our egos, then yeah, let's do it. Makes us feel really pretty. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, well this has been fun. Yeah, this has been fun. Um, I'm going to stop the record and then, um, and then just just going to do some stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to also do. I'm going to do some stuff. I'm going to just watch some mm. YouTube. What wonderful lives we lead! So interesting. God. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's it. We're done. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 